All right, college baseball fans, we have an incredible episode planned for you. And it's not just me and Dimitri. Uh, we have Ben Mintz from Barstool and Big T from Barstool. And this episode, we're going regional by regional, picking our winners now that the Barstool Sportsbook has out futures bets on regional winners and College World Series winners. So we're going all 16 regionals, breaking them all down, figuring out where the value's at. And for everybody at home, like download the Barstool Sportsbook. Um, I know they're available in, was it six states now? Five uh, or six? Yeah, so it's Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Uh, we got a whole slew more coming. But the other thing, too, it's not just the app, but, you know, the pin casinos that have sports books have our stuff, too. And so oh. We should have these in Mississippi. You can go bet this stuff. Yeah. So yeah. any kind of pin property, they're going to have these same lines if have, here. If they have a sports book. If they have a sports book. And, and the best thing um, – the best thing about this, in my opinion, is that we talked about it a little bit earlier, Mincy, but the juice, like these are the best odds you're going to find across any kind of uh, college baseball betting site. Uh, the juice is not there. I mean, like you are getting the best value for each team. So if you oh, like yeah, the team. No, it's, it's, it's crazy how good it is. I mean, I, I'm really, I love that about what, what we do. Yeah. So if you really like a team, I recommend, um, I recommend uh, – give me one second. I'm letting Dimitri also record the files. <laughs> there we go. Um, I recommend finding a pen, uh, pen property and betting it there because you're going to get a lot more value for it. But uh, basically, we're going to go region by region. So let's start here with the Columbia Regional, which is the weird one. We're starting with the weird one from day one. The Old Dominion Monarchs are the number one seed, but South Carolina is the host. This is the first time in my college baseball experience – seeing this so you know they actually they actually used to do this like way before our day there used to be traveling hosts so like mm -hmm. traveling one seat basically I, I don't know when exactly but they used to do it so i mean I got as, as far as this goes like does this play a big advantage for south carolina in you guys's opinion or do you uh, think hell like, yeah it does old dominion's the better team well my thought, my first thought is Old Dominion's matched up with the Jacksonville team that is like a miracle there in the tournament. They're a 15 win team in one their conference tournament. So you got to like Old Dominion's matchup in that one four game. Uh, I saw Old Dominion play a good, I went and saw them beat Louisiana Tech before the Conference USA tournament. And I was yeah. back in Louisiana. I watched a lot of that Conference USA tournament. Think about Old Dominion, man. They hit a lot of home runs, they got a super deep lineup. Uh, they're one of the leaders in the country, and they're no joke, man. That Conference USA. You know, you had four top 25 teams this year. They were the best team. Their RPI is up like 10 or 11. And I feel like they're almost like a sleeper as a one seed in this regional. In a way, you're getting back plus 130 money. They've got an easy first round game against Jacksonville. Uh, it's just it's interesting that people are kind of off the trail of them because it's in Columbia and so much is being made about that. These other teams, it's interesting to me. The South Carolina's plus 250 at home. Vegas, they're not showing any respect for them. Virginia who's the three is plus 150. And so it almost looks like Vegas likes Virginia here by putting that line out. It just looks a little weird. But I'm going to go with Old Dominion here. I think they're being slept on. I also think it helps them. They're starting with Jacksonville. I'm going to take them at plus 130 to win this thing. Yeah, and I, you know, I like that pick a lot. But the thing, and I'm glad you brought it up, Virginia's only plus 150. Now, not a lot of people know what to make of the ACC this year, right? Like it's been mostly conference only. They've played some non-conference during the midweeks, but Virginia has been as hot as anybody in the country besides like maybe Duke. And so Virginia coming in at 150, they get a tough first round matchup against South Carolina. Now the, the thing that I like that you hit on, 
the old dominion monarchs they can really hit the they can hit the home run better than anybody else in the country led the nation and this is a really good hitters ballpark so when you have old dominion facing off against jacksonville game one they're probably not going to throw their ace you know they could probably save him for game two against the winner of virginia and south carolina so i like the way it matches up with old dominion but after doing some research today I'm going to go with the SEC team just because I think the SEC is the best conference in America. South Carolina is going to be ready. You get plus 250 juice with an SEC team at home. I'm taking that 10 times out of 10. So I'm taking South Carolina. I I like how we're going one team each year. I mean, Big T is going to be going with the last team and the worst <laughs> team probably because I am actually going with Virginia, and here's why. Andrew Abbott is about to be South Carolina on Saturday, and their number two is better than any of these teams' number two. The only other person that's the best pitcher in this region is Brett Carey, but I think Andrew Abbott and Virginia are going to beat him because South Carolina, I just don't think they live and die by the long ball. I just don't think they have what it takes to win in the postseason, which is creating long at-bat. And basically, you're giving other starters hell to get through the fifth inning. And I, th- I think Old Dominion is really good. I really do. But I just think when you're looking in the postseason experience and just that swag about team, it matters. And I think, Virg- this, I think Virginia might be one of my eight for Omaha. So I'm taking Virginia. They're going to beat Old Dominion. They're going to beat South Carolina. They're going to beat Old Dominion. And they're going to be in the driver's seat on Sunday. So that's my pick. Wahoo wah. <laughs> so – I, I can't reasonably be expected to take Jacksonville. They, <laughs> they, they were like 16 and 34 or something, and yeah. they just they, they got hot. Um, I like what Ben said. I agree with him. The, I think this is the regional. We're going to find out just how good the SEC was because I still – I've watched South Carolina play 10 games this year. I still have no idea what to make of them. Like the top of their lineup is awesome, and then it really falls off after that. But I think being battle-tested, playing – Tennessee, Vandy, Florida, week in, week out. I I think – I don't even know that they're the best team. Old Dominion's awesome. But I think – and, again, having it in their home ballpark as a two seed, I, I just – something tells me that South Carolina is going to win it. And, and something I else think- about South Carolina is they had the number one strength of schedule in the country. They played all six top teams, including Texas. And it's a uh, – it's definitely something that they are battle-tested. And they're not going to be scared of Old Dominion or Virginia, Jacksonville – Whatever it is, but I think yeah, I, th- I don't I th- feel like confident about this one. I mean, this I think it's wild. fair to say, I think it's fair to say the winner of that Virginia South Carolina game on Friday night is probably going to win the regional. And I, I, I'm going to go with Virginia, but I can totally see South Carolina the one doing thing it is too. Interesting, South Carolina struggled on Friday night awfully. They were terrible at night. They didn't win the last two or three. They didn't win on Fridays at all. That was a big problem for them. Yeah, but okay, so everybody's just counting out the Dolphins, which means they're probably going to end up winning the regional and we're going to look like idiots. But uh, we'll move on to the Fort Worth regional, which is one that like I'm actually personally really excited about because um, I don't I'm not a big believer in TCU. I feel like they have been inconsistent and of course they have some good wins, but they have some terrible losses, too. And they weren't playing well to end the season until they just won the Big 12 tournament. Um, But this is one where like the four seed McNeese, McNeese State could sneak up on some teams. They're really good. They're playing good baseball. And Dimitri talked about swagger. In 2019, when they made a regional, got off the plane, cowboy hats, jeans. I mean, it was a very aesthetically pleasing picture there. And uh, so I think McNeese is going to give TCU some trouble. Like If there's a 4-1 matchup that could you know get dicey on Friday, I think that's one of them. 
But as far as overall, like winning the regional, I just think Oregon State, uh, I think the Pac-12 is getting slept on. I think Oregon State plus 210, a team that won the College World Series in 2018 and won it in 2006, 2007, like they're going to be ready for postseason like they always are. Anytime I get a previous champion at plus 210, I don't care who it is. I'm taking Oregon State. This is interesting because I agree with what you're saying about TCU. I mean, they, down the stretch, lost three series in a row in the year. I mean, granted, losing to Texas at home, that's whatever. But you lose to UL Monroe at home, my hometown, by the way. And then they lost two out of three at Kansas State. And they bounced back and win the Big 12 tourney. But I feel – I don't know. I feel like that's – they're overvalued coming in off that. Like, they've yeah. been inconsistent all year. Their pitching staff's not loaded this year either. They got a good lineup. They put a lot of pressure on defenses. But I don't really trust them either. I'm taking a look at Dallas Baptist just because the odds are so good at five to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always in the tournament year in, year out. I don't, I don't know if I can take them to win it, but I feel like they might have some value there. Uh, also, you know, you look at Oregon State. I mean, historically great program. Uh, I kind of my thing is I don't trust TCU laying the 150 here. So I'm between uh, between Oregon State and Dallas Baptist, but uh, I'm going to take TCU, but I don't. There's no way I'd bet a stunt on them. I don't feel confident. <laughs> I'm still going to take them to win. Yeah, TCU minus 150 like isn't what you want, but at no, the same time, I'm not putting a stunt on it. But yeah. I'm well, I guess it's me. Um, yeah. I'm 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 rolling heavy. Dallas Baptist, give me all that value. Give me I that 500. Um, I think Dallas Baptist in a weird COVID year. You you were so confused on how good some of these teams are, how good some of these conferences are. But I really think the Missouri Valley was actually pretty deep this year. I mean, Indiana State they split two and two with Tennessee and Dallas Baptist manhandled them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't even close. And plus 500, give me, give me all of that 500 juice. It is good value. That's, all almost, did, that's all almost did it. That that's like almost hedge value. Like if they, if you get Dallas Baptist in a, in a game, and I don't know if Barstool Sportsbook is going to have individual games, but they get into a championship of the regional, like you can almost hedge against with five to one odds. I mean, am I wrong, Mincy? No, I like it. It's all about them beating Oregon State. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is, I mean, this is in Fort Worth. Dallas Baptist is almost at home here. Yeah. They, you know, they, Oregon State's travel across. I don't know, man. I looked hard at Dallas. The, the I kind only, of feel like baseball, almost anything can happen. And so, when you can get a value like that, a 5-1 to one that can win a 14 tournament, but, it's hard to not look at. The only issue is they have to face Mick Abel. And I don't know if you guys know, remember him from Oregon State. He's been there forever. He got hurt. He missed last year. He came back this year, and he was in Omaha. Two been what? Two years, two three years ago. Two and three years ago, I believe. But he was he was a freshman. He was super, he's a stud, absolute stud, and he's going against Dallas Baptist. So that's the only reason why I'm iffy on it. But I got to take those five hundred. I got yeah. Take lay it. your nuts on the table. I like the plus five hundred in a regional, and you see it every year. Like three seeds and four seeds win regionals. It's not like unheard of. And no, this could be easily be one. tournament. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Between McNeese, Dallas Baptist, and Oregon State, I've watched a grand total of zero <laughs> baseball games from those three teams. I do like what y'all are saying about the plus 500. Like, And Oregon State, obviously, incredibly battle-tested. Like They're in Omaha all the time. But TCU at home, they're a great baseball team. Uh, I also love their uniforms. They have some of, the best, some of my favorite uniforms in college baseball. Uh, so I'm going to go with TCU, and I have a particularly great reason for it. Uh, but I, I, I could see, like what y'all said with Dallas Baptist, like that's a great value pick as well. Yeah, and so something else to focus on, and this is for big news for our listeners. 
Now, Jim Sloshnagel, head coach of TCU, is being heavily rumored to get that Texas A&M opening and just because he's going to get thrown millions of dollars his way. And I think the TCU players kind of know it. And so that might be something to watch as far as, like, is TCU going to play hard for him to see if he'll stay? Or is it kind of like, uh, this guy's trying to leave, let's, you know, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're in a regional. They're going to play I mean, hard. This, but This it's, is a whole other conversation for another day, but – I, I know A&M and the SEC the better gig, but would you really leave a place that you built at TCU for A&M? I feel like it's kind of horizontal on the Yeah, I'm just saying what the heavy rumors are, but uh, I know T- Texas A&M is not making a decision until TCU gets out of a regional. So uh, just something to look forward to, but let's move on to the Gainesville Regional. And I'll tell you what, Gainesville Regional, I'm torn 50-50. I mean, take out South Alabama. I know they had a great season. Take out South Florida you know, kind of a miracle run there winning the AAC tournament. But this comes down to two teams and two like very historic teams in college baseball. You got the recent success with the Florida Gators and then kind of the history success with Miami. Now, Dimitri, diehard Miami fan. So I know where he's going with that. Uh, I've hated the Florida Gators ever since this podcast started. And I, I, you guys probably don't know that, but it's just they seem to play up to their competition and then they play down to their competition as well. And it just pisses me off. So um, I'm torn 50-50. I think Florida shows up. They're at a brand-new ballpark they have, and I think it's going to be a good atmosphere. But at the same time, there's just something about Miami's swagger and just kind of like don't-give-a-shit attitude that I love. And, like, their players just play with the chip on their shoulder. And I think they're going to catch the Gators napping. So I'm going Miami here, plus 115. I think it's plus 115 for a reason. Um, That's kind of my take, but I'm going to go with the Hurricanes. Yeah, this one, they, this is another one. Like, Virginia looked weird at plus 150. Miami at plus 115, scary. Vegas mm-hmm. loves them here. Then this Miami team has a lot of talent, but they didn't, you know, they weren't, they weren't at the top of the ACC, really. I mean, they're pretty, they're definitely not bad. They're pretty good. But the post, some of these teams that have that history and tradition are just such tough outs postseason. Yeah. I'm going to take Florida, but I don't have a lot of comp. I'm now, comp- Miami. I mean, I feel like you do. It's Florida or Miami. Yeah, now Miami did beat Florida opening weekend two out of three at Florida. And I remember being shocked because Florida handled them pretty well Friday, and then Miami came back Saturday, Sunday, and just whooped their ass. Same with Florida, I'll say. They started out slower this year, and then they picked it up late in SEC. They did get swept at Arkansas the last week of the year, but they had a good showing uh, in the SEC tournament. They they did play well down the stretch, though, that Arkansas game. So I'm going to take Florida, but as I said, not not the best bet or anything. Yeah, um, you know there's actually three first-round hitters in this in this regional with Ethan Wilson of South Alabama. Yeah. Adrian Del Castillo in Miami and Judd Fabian at Florida. They're, Del Castillo kind of uh, – he's a fringe second-rounder, but besides the freaking point. <laughs> I – dude, I hate – I hate Florida so much. And it's, 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 I'm a Miami fan, but they still hate them. In the state of Georgia, we all hate Florida. And the hurricane, like everybody hates Florida. I don't even know who likes Florida. But I really, I don't know why I want to be, I just want to be a, like that guy and take South Alabama, but I'm not going to. But I just think if Miami can hold, get a lead early in the game, they can win the game. It's all about the first five inning for Miami. If they have the lead after the fifth, it's over. They've got that, I don't know if you guys have seen, I mean, the sidearm lefty for Miami, they're closer. Bring bring the fuel, 93.95 gasoline, like down low three quarter. You know how that shit's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but give me Miami at the positive. Give me give me the underdog. 
So I, I, I went back and looked at that series that they played the first weekend, which I don't know how much you can take from it. One of the games. They, I was just going to say it was super close. Florida won big Friday, 13 innings Saturday and then Miami won Sunday. Right. One of the games was 10, nine and 13 innings. Like, and again, this is the first weekend and then Miami won eight to six in the, in the rubber match. I, I, I feel similarly to what I said about South Carolina, where like, even if Florida didn't always look the best, they were playing the best teams in the country. And so Miami's a very good baseball team, but they're not an SEC team. So you I have a homer here, Ben. We have I, an SEC homer. No, 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 no. I hate Florida. I despise Florida. Tennessee kicked their ass twice, but. I've, I, I'm going to default to SEC teams when it's a toss-up and like teams that have been tested all season as opposed to uh, uh, against their opponents. So I'm picking Florida. I still hate them, but I do think that they'll win that regional. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of going against myself because I tweeted out today uh, for the futures on the Barcelona Sportsbook. I actually really like Florida. I think they were like 33-1 to 1 or something like I guess I can look right now. But Florida at 33 to one to win the college or 33 to one to win the college world series. I mean, that's incredible juice you have for a team that was unanimous, unanimously number one to start the season. Yeah. 35 to one. So Dude, that's incredible. I might, I might dabble in that, even though I'm taking Miami to win this regional, like it's one of those, like don't let Florida get out of the regional. Cause if they do get on a roll, like they're going to be hard to stop. That's a uh, kind of my point of view there, but. Um, Can I just clarify something real quick? Yeah. For the people listening, not all of these are my official picks. This is a betting standpoint. I'm going based on juice and stuff because I don't know if I can – I like some of my picks already, but – Yeah, going, that, I get what – no, going, it's all about value. I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. No, I mean, it's whatever. It's just going to be posted on Twitter. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but no, I know, the, but – Let's move to the Greenville Regional. This one – I don't really know what to make of it, to be honest. Like, obviously, we have the first Big Ten team in our out of the four regionals we've gone so far with Maryland, who finished second, really good to end the season. Uh, and then you have Charlotte, who was basically three outs away, or let's say two games away, actually, from the from hosting a regional in Charlotte. Uh, they're coming in at plus 275. And then the heavy favorite here, East Carolina, minus 200. No SEC teams in this. No ACC teams in this. It's kind of like a cupcake regional if you think of it as far as, and no Big 12 teams in this. Kind of a cupcake regional as far as Power 5 goes. And um, But I think East Carolina, they kind of got humbled a little bit in the AAC tournament. I know it's minus 200, but I think they win this regional nine times out of 10. I don't see Charlotte winning it more than once. I don't see Maryland winning it at all. And the Norfolk State, like, congrats on making a regional. That's awesome. But I'm, even with the plus 8,000, 80 to 1 odds, I don't think they ever win this regional. So I'm going with ECU minus 200. I think that's a pretty easy bet for me. I'm going with ECU too. I, I just I hate making bets where you have to lay crappy juice like this one to two. So I mean I'm going to pick them, but I wouldn't bet it on this. But it's kind of what you said. Charlotte was really good all year, but they faded late, mm -hmm. and that always kind of concerns me. Uh, Maryland's red hot coming in this thing. They're one of the hottest teams in the country, but I, they haven't played anybody outside the Big Ten. And that part concerns me too. And so East Carolina also has a really good home field advantage in Greenville. Oh, so yeah. I think they get it. I think they get it done too. Yeah. They call it the jungle out there. It's a it's a special place. I played there that, my senior year and it was Connor electric. Norby's, Connor Norby's a hell of a player. Oh, one of the best hitters in the country. Yeah, he rakes. Lead off too. Um, I think I think for any of us, I think we would have to be extremely drunk to take Norfolk State here. I mean, the <laughs> juice is there. 
but I just don't see anybody having a pulse taking Norfolk State. Um, but so here's the, here's the deal. I mean, East Carolina should be the favorite. They are the favorite. I mean, they're not even going to throw their guy Friday. They're going to have Gavin Williams for Saturday. He's absolute stud. But bring the noise. Throw about 93, 94. Um, I'm looking at Maryland at 415, and I love it so much because I think what we're going to find out this postseason, and I know it's just Maryland, Michigan, and Nebraska out of the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten was actually pretty good this year. If you watch their game, they have depth in a lot of these teams. And I'm taking Maryland here. I love the 450 juice. I think if they can beat Charlotte Friday or Friday night, I think they have a great shot because I think East Carolina, they showed a lot of weakness this year. I mean, they they lost two games to Rice. They split with UCF at home. They you can see that they're beatable. They're very beatable. And I think Maryland, if they have a good, I think they stay hot. They have a great chance to win at 450. I don't mind it. I think I think that's decent. I thought I was going to be the only one that didn't pick ECU. I love Charlotte. Charlotte was before I knew that Tennessee was going to get fucked even harder than I thought. <laughs> Charlotte was the one team that I was like, please don't make us play Charlotte because they kicked our ass in a midweek game this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I I like them. I know they they lost a couple of series down the stretch, and that's why they they didn't end up hosting. But like, I'm not convinced on East Carolina, and like like you said, there's no. Uh, I guess there's a power conference team in Maryland if we want to call them that, but there's no ACC SEC team in this. That's really like a boogeyman lurking. I like Charlotte at plus 275. Yeah. And so big T I hate to rub you in the dirt here, but you know who Charlotte's best player Austin. I, you know where he went to school his freshman year. I don't know. Tennessee. They let him go. Yeah. And he has 29 doubles this year, 29 doubles, like 11 homers hitting like 380. And uh, he's up for the mid-major player of the year award that we give out here at the end of the season so i mean good for him we're, we're doing all right we're doing fine yeah well and the, and the cool <laughs> thing about that story is uh actually, we don't need him tony vitello told him like hey man we don't know if you're gonna be playing much for us the next year i'll help you transfer and so he transferred to charlotte because vitello told him like this is a good place to go um you know up and coming program like you'll get a lot of playing time and like it's worked out for both you know like oh yeah that's awesome yeah but uh he's one of our favorites here austin knight uh, and then speaking of Tennessee, let's just move on to the dungeon of a freaking okay. regional. And, okay. Uh, I want to talk first. You talk first. This is all okay. you. Okay. <laughs> so it, I, I should have known this was going to happen. <laughs> I really should have. And yet I was even taken aback when I saw what we got. So the two seed is Duke. That's fine. ACC champions, they're on a 12 game winning streak, whatever. That, that, that's about what a two seed's going to be. That's fine. Uh-huh. The three and four, I'm livid about. Because the we have three two seeds is what we have. Our, the three seed Liberty is awesome. <laughs> yeah. They should have been a two seed. And, and the, the four seed, Wright State, the highest scoring team in Division I baseball <laughs> with a top 25 RPI is the four seed. And let me just say, they didn't just screw Tennessee. They screwed those kids. Like them being a four seed in the number three overall seed in the country regional is bullshit for everybody. Like everybody. Bullshit. And I'm pissed off about it. And so now we're going to have to throw maybe our Friday night guy against a four seed because like their bats are unbelievable. And and then, you know, you've got to go in with your two against Duke or, or Liberty. 
I, and Liberty, of course, uh, beat us in the 2019 regional in Chapel Hill. So I've and had memories of playing. Can now. I add something to that? Tony Vitello was so damn salty about that loss. You can go on YouTube, Ben, any of you guys. I Big T, I think you know what I'm talking about. He basically just said, Liberty's a decent club. We just didn't have a good weekend. And it was just like, dude, can you just give credit where credit's due? <laughs> well, like, he's generally salty after most losses. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and let me qualify that by saying we're still the best team in the regional and we should win it. Yeah. Um, but – uh, when when I saw what what they they did to us, I was just I was beside myself. I was it was it was obviously Memorial Day that the selection show was happening. I was in the office by myself, getting ready to like write a blog. I'm watching it, and I'm just like hitting my desk. I'm just so mad. Okay, Portnoy College Baseball Fix and, podcast. And uh, so I'm glad I'm glad you uh, you brought that up because I mean Tennessee is the best team in this regional, but. I mean, Tennessee fans have been getting screwed for 20 years now, right? right? And and to get this dungeon of a regional here where Wright State is your, your Friday night matchup and they could beat literally any of these teams. Like Wright they State's not a four seed. And so usually the way things work is you put the worst four seed at the one, um, the one overall, the second worst four seed at the two overall, like kind of work backwards. I mean, these guys could have been with a couple more wins, a potential like two seed potentially with their RPI. And um, so Wright State's going to give a lot of people trouble. And it's one of those where uh, I think it's a scene in the office where like everybody has their guns pointed up and like at each other. Like that's what this regional is going to be. Everybody can beat everybody. Now Duke comes in, hottest team in the country, winning the ACC tournament, winning like 14 straight games. And then we have Liberty ranked number one in our mid-major poll. Uh, we do a mid-major poll every week. And Liberty oh, is the best mid-major poll, uh, number one in, in it right now. So like Tennessee minus 286, I think they're going to probably end or win the regional, but I'm not laying the juice in minus 286 for that. I'm rooting for chaos. This is one of those where I think I'm going to actually dabble in Liberty plus 500 just because Duke's due, Duke is due to be cooled off at some point. I think they're going to come in a little bit arrogant, and I think Liberty's here to take names and come out of this regional. They're a really damn good team. I, I like plus 500. Again, I think Tennessee's going to end up winning it, but Liberty plus 500. I'm not uh, I'm not shy to take take that. I said all that to to say I I'm not going to do this. <laughs> but if I was a neutral observer, I would bet Duke, Liberty, and Wright State at plus four fifty, plus five hundred, and plus twenty five hundred. I would just bet the three of those. That's yeah. smart. <laughs> I mean, though, like it, it's it's a Wright State could win the regional. Like not yeah. that's not far fetched at all. They scored. I saw there was a four game series they played. It, what it's like Purdue Fort Wayne it used to be IPFW whatever that school yeah. is they scored 88 runs in four games <laughs> like these they're averaging like 10.3 runs a game like they're they just smack the shit out of the baseball so I right mean state is top five in the country and I think five or six offensive category no. yeah like no, they're, it's they're stupid unreal. um so, so Ben Ben, I'm, you know, yeah, this I'm, is all about oh, value. I'm saying the hell with them taking Wright State at 25 to one. Well, let's go, Mincy. Just, just because the value's there. I mean, I think Tennessee will win it, but minus 286 is trash. I mean, Mincy, that's one of those where if Wright State wins on Friday, you're looking yeah, good. Yeah, you win the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm not saying. Look, and I'm not saying they're going to beat Tennessee. I'm if, just saying at 25 to one, it's ridiculous. They should be like. If Wright State wins on Friday, you call Wells Fargo and say, "How much can I withdraw? I'm putting it all on the Raiders." <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I would kill to know what Tony Vitello said 
to his baseball team when they saw that. Oh, you like, know he I, got them fired up. To be a fly on the wall in that room would be unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I swear, Tennessee can't have nice things. I swear you guys can't enjoy nice things. Anytime you have a good team, just something happens. Yeah, congratulations on 40 wins, guys. Here's the toughest <laughs> regional in the country. I mean, you guys, you guys, to get to Omaha, you got to get through this regional death. And then you've got Oregon, Gonzaga, or LSU waiting in a super. I will say, uh, Oregon is, like, about as good as you could do in a super, probably. So, yeah. like, if it's they get a bad matchup. I was, I was slightly, I was like, okay with that. Like Oregon coming to Knoxville, that's fine. We swept LSU. I actually think we'll get to, I think Gonzaga is probably going to win that regional, but one of those teams, like if you can get through this, you're set up. Okay. Can you, I I would love to see Palmineri come back to Knoxville because he left. Oh, he had a meltdown. He he had had a a meltdown. He, uh, he, his brain broke. (laughs) <laughs> was crying in the media for two weeks so um i think i think with that the series that you're uh you're what do you guys call your ball creature i think that's the, the series that uh, they became the popular Lindsay nelson legends it's a new thing this year that that wasn't when i was in school i actually remember i was covering i covered the baseball team for a year and it was a wednesday afternoon game against arkansas pine bluff and it was raining and we're up in the press box and they play the national anthem and we hand counted 11 people in the crowd. And, uh, and I remember on the, the stat sheet after the game, the attendance said like 800. And I looked at the SID and I was like, Sean, you can't do that. Like, what you, he's like, bro, it's, it's tickets sold. We can do whatever we want. And I was like, okay, we hand counted 11 people. 11 at the start people. Of the game, but. They've come um, a long so, ways. So, so uh, yeah. So. so I said that to say that in three or four years, Vitello is what he's done there is awesome, and, uh, yep. and that, that place is <laughs> ready to go on Friday. So, so I think so. Ben, you took liberty, and then we got a we got a bright day in a in a ball. Okay, so the fact that there's fifty points to difference between Liberty and Duke literally means they have no idea who's going to win between yeah, those two exactly. teams, yeah. and that just shows you how difficult this regional is to, for Wright State to be a 2,500 at the number two overall, or what are they, number four, three, three overall seed? Three overall, yeah. For Wright State to be a 2,500, just go to show you. They're like, yeah, this team is too good to be a four seed. So, but I think, I think the juice is Liberty and Duke. I think you're realistic juice, and I'm going to go with Duke. I think they're hot. I think they keep it going. They got stuck with Vanderbilt a couple years ago because if I think any other team they play that year, they get to Omaha. And yeah. I think Duke at 450 is, is a gift. I mean, I'm not saying I think Tennessee should win, but I would I would go put my money on Duke at 450. All right. We're all going something different there. I like that. I want, um, I want my official prediction like on the thing to be Tennessee, but if I, I if I was neutral, <laughs> I would bet the other three. Yes. I will put that on there. Um, and then let's see. We <laughs> – so we have the free Zoom here, and I know Mincy's been a part of it once where we get kicked out after 40 minutes, so we take a little commercial break, okay? So um, coming back from the commercial break, uh, we call it that. It's not really, but uh, we'll just send, like, new invites to both of you guys. We'll knock out the rest, and then um, we'll be good to go there. But we'll follow up with Texas Tech, Vanderbilt, Notre Dame, all those still to come. So um, we're going to log off here real quick, send you guys invites, and we'll wrap up the rest, all right? All right, we're back. Um, so we just wrapped up the Tennessee Regional. Appreciate you guys for sticking through the, uh, the commercial break. We got the Texas Tech Lubbock Regional here. 
And uh, I'm going to go first just because I think this is the lock of the century. Texas Tech doesn't lose at home. They've been so successful in the postseason, uh, especially at home. And they got that weird eight national seed where they get set up for a home super regional if they get through it. Uh, Texas Tech kind of struggled in the Big 12 a little bit, finishing in third place, like five games out, something like that. And uh, now I just think even though UCLA is in this regional, who was the number two team in the country to start uh, by pretty much every college baseball poll, and then North Carolina, we know the history there at plus 750. None of that does me any justice. I'm laying the 275 juice, Texas Tech. I think this is the lock of the century. There's no way they're not coming out of this regional. I'm taking Texas Tech too, but I just hate got when I'm doing the gambling stuff. It's just the dang juice thing, just so rough. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think they win it too. They have a great, weird home, really weird home field advantage out there in West Texas and that little Cracker Jack yeah. uh, ballpark. North Carolina had a t- you know 27 and 25 good RBI on street schedule, but you know they lost a lot of games. I don't feel like Army has any kind of a chance. So I'm taking Texas Tech, kind of just based off Tim Tadlock and the home field advantage. Yeah. So there's a top five pitching matchup between Zach Petaway and Love um, for North Carolina. Two high draft picks, high draft prospects. Um, I think North Carolina 750 is really, really freaking intriguing. Like, I mean, I know North Carolina is not the North Carolina we know, but 750 is a lot. But if I had to... See, for, for betting purposes, I'm taking UCLA at 275. But for my actual picks, I probably would go with Texas Tech. But 275, UCLA, give it to me. Yeah. So I hate UCLA uh, for no other reason <laughs> than we pretend every year like they're going to be awesome. Like it was this year, like, man, like it's Florida and then UCLA. Like watch out for UCLA. And they're just dog shit every time, and I'm sick of it, and I don't care. Nobody watches West Coast baseball, except maybe y'all. I hope y'all enjoy that. Um, So I want Texas Tech uh, or North Carolina, if they wanted to, to win. Texas Tech's going to win it, but I take extra joy when UCLA loses just because I hate them and I hate the way that they're treated when they're a pretty, like, middling program. Yes. So what's your official pick, Texas Tech or UCLA? Uh, Texas Tech, yeah. Okay. I said all that to say Texas Tech. Okay, gotcha. Um, and yeah, it's one of those where like, of course, North Carolina could get hot plus 750. It's good juice. But the, the, the big thing to me is like Texas Tech's going to throw their number two or number three against Army. You're going to win that game probably by 10 runs. And then they get to save Micah Dallas or number one for either UCLA or North Carolina, where like North Carolina, UCLA have to throw their ace Friday. So I like that matchup. I just think t- there's no way Texas Tech's getting out or losing that regional. Uh, but- Dude, hold on. Did I just realize I don't think I picked the one seed yet. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. We can't have publish not. this. You have not. Well, just keep riding with the twos and threes, Dimitri. Just ride them and out. I feel, I feel like like I've still been doing research on mine, and I feel like I might like go back and change some of these like uh, later. If you um, ever need to change them, let us know. It's yeah, not too say, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so here we go. We got the Nashville Regional. Tennessee, Nashville Regional coming up, and I think this is a cakewalk for Vanderbilt. I'm not even going to get cute and say Georgia yep. Tech or Indiana State. Like, I've, I've been against Georgia Tech all year. I think they're not very good. They're very young. Um, they're not going to put any challenge against Vanderbilt or Indiana State. I actually mm-hmm. think Georgia Tech's going to lose to Indiana State Friday. Um, but And then you got Presbyterian, the Blue Hose, the weirdest name in college baseball and just college sports in general. But Vanderbilt, they have everything lined up. They're not going to throw Kumar or Jack Leiter Friday. They're going to beat the shit out of Presbyterian. And then they have Kumar and Jack Leiter 
to clinch the regional the next two games. No one's beaten that. Nobody's beaten either one of those guys in this regional. I think Vanderbilt minus 400 is like kind of a joke. They should be minus 1,000. All right, here's the deal. I want to I wanna say this before somebody steals my thunder. When I found out today that we that we had gotten these odds and that we had them on the sports book, I immediately went and I went to this and I was like, fuck, yes. I'm picking Indiana State not only just because they're plus 550, I'm picking them just to straight up win the regional. I watched these guys play Tennessee earlier this year, and uh, I think Demetri mentioned earlier they won two out of four. They're a good baseball team. Like, they, they pitch well. Um, I think I, it was their leadoff or second hitter, whoever it was. I don't remember his name, but he was awesome. And I just – something about Vanderbilt this year, like they kind of faded a little bit. Like they weren't really losing at series, but like their their last game against Kentucky, they choked the East away, hated to see that. It was a real shame that that <laughs> happened. Um, they didn't really fare that well in Hoover. I just – something tells me and, – and Georgia Tech, I was high on Georgia Tech at the beginning of the year. They started out hot, and then they just really mm-hmm. tailed off. Uh, I like Indiana State plus 550, but also, like, if I was just filling out a bracket, I would pick Indiana State to win it. That's my big up. I love wow. the confidence. Wow. I love it. Ben, he doesn't hate Vanderbilt or anything. He just – No, no I do. I do. I want it on record. <laughs> I do. Um, but – but I mean, they're they're an awesome program. Like, I mean, you 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 can't deny that they're a great baseball team. But something just tells me that Indiana State's got some tricks up their sleeve. All you meant. I've got I'm on Vandy just because uh, I I just have the rocker lighter thing. I, I think they're going to get in that winner's bracket. Also, was really impressed by the kid that started against Ole Miss in that yeah, first Christian game. Little, the seventeen-year-old that looked yeah. like Mar Rocker's twin brother. Uh, yeah, he just was throwing 97 and looked awesome. So I'm going Vandy, but, you know, once again, I reiterate with these odds, like I'm picking winners, but I'm not betting laying 400 juice ever. No, never in a million like, years you that, catch me. That's what's weird about this show right now. It's like, you know, it, it's, you know, who I think is going to win is like not the value to bet. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. And that's I, what the game um, are taking all these value picks. Too. I, I mean, I, I just – I mean, Big T has a great point. I do think Indiana State is a really good team. I mean, they they they're good, man. I mean, they're you just it's just it is what it is. But I just I I'm taking Vanderbilt here. But the only hey, you want to hear you guys want to know something cool about this this regional? So this is Presbyterian. I think they're one of their first or second ever regional. Tim Corbin coached the head coach of. Presbyterian. So Presbyterian's head coach played for Corbin when Corbin coached at Presbyterian. Wow. In 1988 to 1993, he coached the Presbyterian, and their head coach played for him for the Blue Hose, which is like a full come circle, like That's 20 so cool, years yeah. later. Amazing. Yeah. So I think that, that was crazy. really cool. That, the point that out, but yeah, give me give me Vanderbilt 100. percent Yeah, I think Vandy needs to be closer to like minus a thousand, to be honest. Just like I I think they just match up well against all these teams. But uh, I I would never be caught laying 400, like minus 400. Never, Um, especially in college baseball. No shot. I mean, they're giving Indiana State a better chance to win the Georgia Tech, which used to go to show you something. Yeah, I don't I'm not a believer in Georgia Tech. I'm not either. So let's move on to the South Bend Regional. And so this one, boys. I think this one's going to get sloppy just because Notre Dame, they've been good all year in the ACC, won the ACC by five, 10 games, whatever, a ton of games. And you have UConn, who's been hot. They're coming in plus 350, Michigan plus 600. And then Central Michigan has had a damn good year. 
in the MAC, and they they beat out Ball State. Ball State was one of the first four teams out. Um, they had a pretty tough, like I would say, a pretty good schedule for a mid-major team. So they're kind of battle tested. But I think this one's going to get sloppy. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see Central Michigan beat Notre Dame on Friday, just because they're going to be amped up. Notre Dame kind of laid back team, like never get too big for anything. But for my pick, and I'm like very very sure of it, I think Michigan is going to come out and win this regional and just sweep through it. I think they've been laying like low for a long time. They got hot in the beginning of the year and kind of been laying low, not playing their best baseball. But we saw what happened in 2019. Eric Backage like is a damn good coach. And plus 600 for Michigan in this regional, no SEC team, no Big 12 team, no Pac-12 team. It's just going to be Michigan against Notre Dame, in my opinion, as far as like talent-wise. And I'm taking Michigan plus 600 10 times out of 10. Well, I, here's my thing. Central Michigan's also got an ace pitcher that is like a 120 ER. Eighth, absolutely. Yeah, that Notre Dame's got a face on Friday. And so kind of to, to your point, uh, I feel like Central Michigan could easily beat Notre Dame because of the ace and just send this thing into oblivion. And the Michigan-UConn thing, UConn's getting slept on a little bit here too. They've, yeah. They're always one of the better teams in the American Athletic. They're in the Big East this year, which isn't as much of a baseball league, so people are kind of not as big on them. But, man, it's just this is one of those when I look at the odds, the six, the six to one's just too good for the team that has posted, you know, just got runner-up two years ago and stuff. So, I mean, I'm taking Michigan as well just because of the value at six to one. I just right. think especially – Let's hypothetically say we're right that Central Michigan beats Notre Dame. I mean, then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. And so, I mean, I hate to steal your thunder, but I think no. the same thing. I just feel like Notre Dame's a very vulnerable one. And if they lose that Friday night game, like I think they very well might, mm -hmm. uh, all hell is going to break loose. Yeah, no. Miss Central Michigan's ace. I mean, he's got 120 punch outs in what? 89 innings. I mean, he's like 11 and three on the year. Yeah, absolute stud. And I think if Central Michigan, I think the, if Central Michigan beats Notre Dame, I mean, obviously you're looking at the winner of UConn and Michigan to probably to be in the driver's seat, take the regional. UConn actually, in my opinion, has got the best lineup in this regional. I mean, Kyler Fedko, Ben knows that name. Um, yeah. They've got a couple other guys that can really hit. Um, I don't like UConn at 350, and it, it comes down to Notre Dame, Michigan, but dude, six to one odds. I mean, I'm give me the six to one odds with Michigan. I mean, I, how do you turn that down? Yeah. So, I want to be the only one to pick the one seed because, like, that's just that seems <laughs> too easy. But like, like y'all said, they are minus uh, two seventy eight right now. UConn is the team that like people are telling me I should like, despite the fact that nobody's actually watched them. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched them. They yeah, I don't know, they I don't know who has watched a UConn baseball game this year. People are like, oh, UConn. Like, people are sleeping on UConn. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't watch Big East baseball. But people are telling me that I should like UConn, so I feel like I maybe should like UConn. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, I yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll pick UConn at plus 350. If, like, if we all kind of agree that that one of these, like, three teams might sneak up and win it, like, I'll go with UConn. I'm going to be so pissed if Central Michigan wins this regional because, like, my really want – yeah. I no, like, really why, why are we not looking it. at this? If we think they can win Friday night, yeah. you've got them 50-1 to one in the winner's bracket. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to hate myself. I'm gonna, I'll probably – I'm going to hate myself the rest of my life if Central Michigan wins this at 50-1. to one. Just because one we, second. Here's what we're going to do is we're going to parlay Central Michigan with Indiana State to win their regionals at plus 33,000. 
<laughs> well, I'll throw five bucks in. <laughs> and uh, a ten dollar bet on that wins thirty three hundred dollars. I'm not joking. I'm betting that. <laughs> you parlay future stuff? Oh yeah. That's it, incredible. That, it says I can. It's, until it says you can't, you might as well try. Yeah, it's on um, there. Yeah, wow. wow. 33000 Wow. Good. You can parlay these? That's That's incredible. what it's showing me, yeah. Well, shit. We might have to do that. We might have to throw some money out there. But uh, let's move to the Austin Regional. I mean, I think Texas gets a cakewalk here as well. I mean, they're minus 500. The only team that I, I could potentially see giving them any sort of, I guess, challenge would be Arizona State just because they're a Pac-12 team. They got a good offense, really good freshman hitter. I always forget his name, but he hit like 15 home runs in a 16-game span. But, I mean, Texas minus 500. I mean, they get two four seeds ultimately. Like, I think Fairfield should have been a four seed. Uh, Southern, one of the worst teams in the tournament. So it comes down to Arizona State and Texas. I would never bet this, but I'm taking Texas minus 500 at home. I mean, it's it's a joke what kind of regional this is compared to like the three overall seed Tennessee getting a dungeon. This the same thing. I mean, I think Fairfield's a fun story. They were thirty four and one, but also they didn't play anybody. Uh, you know, you can disregard Southern for swag. Arizona State did finish pretty strong though. That was yeah. the thing about them. I always all these teams that come in with momentum, these dangerous three seed. You know, uh, well actually there are two, but they're a little scary. I mean, you got to take a long look at them plus 450. I'm taking Texas to win the regional. There's no way I'd ever put a cent on them. <laughs> ever. No. Uh, I mean, I don't think we. I need to explain myself very much here. Give me Texas. I mean, Fairfield is playing for all the little guys who had really good years and never got into the postseason. That's what they're playing for. Yeah. They're literally playing to say, hey, we belong here every now and then. But, dude, get out of here. Give me Texas. And it's, it's a cakewalk. Uh, yeah, Texas. Uh, even if Texas somehow gets in the loser's bracket, like I think they're way more deep in Arizona State. So I think they could beat Arizona State twice if it came down to it. So I think we're all agree here. Texas minus 500. What a joke of a regional, but uh, whatever. They deserve it as a two seed. Um, now moving to the one overall seed. I mean, it's no question, in my opinion, that like Arkansas is going to get through this regional with ease, even though I think there's a tough, ch- like a very tough test with Nebraska. I think if anything – like Arkansas gets screwed having Nebraska as their two seed. Uh, in most seasons, they would have been a one in a regional host. Nebraska plus 650. I mean, you can write off NJ, uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology, who Mincy's actually wearing a, rocking their gear. a, a, a gear, piece of gear for them right now. Um, great season, and there's a lot of drama with that, by the way. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> but then Northeastern, I mean, they have some legit pro guys, plus 700. I would never touch it in this regional. Arkansas minus 670. It should be Arkansas minus 2000. They're not losing a regional at home with, you know, Nebraska, Northeastern and New, uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology. I think this is also a cakewalk for them. I think the one thing I, I, I've got, obviously got Arkansas too, but Northeastern uh, has some talent. Like I feel yeah. like, I mean, the talk is all about Nebraska and I get it. They're probably top 25 and big, you know, big 10 champs, but I feel like Northeastern has a good shot against them, and that's kind of more of a toss-up than people think. And Vegas thinks it too, with it being plus six fifty, plus seven hundred. But I'm right. not going. This Arkansas team just man, they got championship battle. Yeah. Uh, they just some about you know their fo- their focus, the the lineup depth. They play great defense. I mean, if they have a lead in six, the game's literally over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the bomb stadium thing. There's no way I'm going against them. But another one. I'm not ever. I just the way I like to gamble. I mean, I'm not risking six hundred seventy bucks to win a hundred. No. 
Yeah, no, I think everybody knows it was criminal to send Nebraska to the number one overall seed for both sides. Nebraska didn't de- deserve to be there. Nebraska doesn't deserve, I mean, Arkansas didn't deserve to have them there. Um, Northeastern's got a hell of a one-two punch. Both guys are like 92, 95 up to 96. Um, and you know how baseball is. You run into a good pitcher, you can lose. Doesn't matter who you're playing. Um Cool thing about this regional is Will Bolt played for Dave Van Horn when Van Horn coached in Nebraska all four years of his college career. So think about that Saturday night at Baumwalker, Nebraska versus Arkansas, if we get to that point. That, that place is going to be well overpacked. Mm-hmm. It's going to be well overcrowded. Um, in terms of I like Nebraska 650 just because the juice is there. Um, but – I mean, this is the best team in the country. If they win the World Series, they're top three team all time. I mean, not lost the series all year, won the regular season, won the tournament. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, this team is unbelievable. This team is so damn good. Um, but, I mean, from a juke betting perspective, I like Nebraska, but just give me Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Arkansas ain't losing, so. Yeah, let's just skip through that one. That one's not – I mean, you would be a fool if you bet against Arkansas. I get it, like – there, there's a lot of juice there, but you're just losing that money at that point. Uh, now, Mincy, we you're get the Oxford that. Regional here coming up. And this one, I oh, think this is another, another dungeon. Kill, no, this is a killer one, too. One, yeah. This isn't quite the Knoxville level, but, I mean, I think this is the third or fourth toughest. Yeah, and so you get a SEMO team as a four seed who's really damn good. Like, coming yeah, they got out of a good ace. Valley, Dude, they got an ace pitcher, too. They got an ace, and like they're going to definitely compete with Ole Miss. And I saw where Ole Miss isn't throwing – actually, I think you tweeted it out. Yeah, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is throwing, throwing the, Derek Diamond, the number two. Yeah. which was a big debate all week. Cause, uh, but I think, you know, even if Ole Miss were to lose to SEMO, I think you're giving yourself the best chance to win the regional save in the Casey, the winner. Yeah. Florida State and Southern Miss are both going to throw. I mean, granted, both have good pitching staffs, but especially Southern Miss. Yeah. But uh, you, those guys throwing their aces and got to get through each other. If, if Ole Miss can get through uh, with Diamond and have McKay's waiting, you know, I think that that's the, the right path to winning the regional. But, man, this, is, this regional is no joke. And also – Southern Miss is known for the giant killer thing. They hate Ole Miss. They're going to be a murder, pesky, tough out. Uh, Florida State, McHugh Nelson, one of the best power hitters in the country. Uh, they got Messick, that big that big ace. They are also, you know, another team like we mentioned Miami is like this too. Just every year, even if they're a three seed, they've just been to Omaha so many times. They've got swag. They're such a tough out. I mean, I'm going to, of course, say Ole Miss is going to win this regional and not ever bet a cent on laying 200. <laughs> yeah, minus 200. And this is like – I mean, it's a dungeon regional as well. Obviously not as bad as what Tennessee got, but SEMO's got an ace. And with Ole Miss throwing diamond game one, who actually looked pretty good in the SEC tournament. But at the same time, like if Ole Miss slips up and loses game one, oh, yeah. uh, like they're in trouble with their bullpen because they've, they've definitely shown some signs of weakness. I'm going to go with Southern Miss in this, and I'll tell you why. I think Southern Miss plays with a chip on their shoulder. They should have won the conference USA tournament they would have had I watched all those games if they would have had any relief pitchers deep like they were throwing a shortstop and like to try to get the final out to move on to the championship against La Tech um and I just think they're a complete team they're coming up to Oxford with a chip on their shoulder knowing they're the little brothers in the state of Mississippi and this is a team that's been good all year I think Old or Southern Miss at plus 250 um I think that they were right on the verge of hosting they were probably one of the last teams out uh, if they would have won one of those games against Louisiana Tech, I think they would have hosted. But, you know, with Walker Powell on the mound, I think they're going to win Friday against uh, Florida State. And I think that they're going to – like Ryan Ock out of the bullpen is one of the bu- best bullpen arms in the country. I like Southern Miss plus 250. Um, and if it does get sloppy, obviously I don't like their chances because their bullpen depth isn't there. But 
They win game one, game two. I think they're taking the regional there. So I, I like Southern Miss plus 250. This regional has so many good pitchers. I mean, Florida State's strength is pitching. They're young. Southern Miss, Hunter Stanley's an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. He's their ace. Ole Miss has got some pitching. And then Southeast Missouri's got they're, – they're basically a one-man wrecking crew. If, mm-hmm. I think that guy – if they don't win with that guy, they're two and out. Um, I love the juice at 550 with Florida State. Um, I think, honestly, if I – and I probably would t- – I'm taking Florida State as my straight-up pick in my actual bracket. Um, I think they beat Southern Miss Friday night and then – I mean, I would love to see – I mean, Mincy's going to hate me for this, but I would love to see the little guys, Simo beat Ole Miss because I just love drama. But I'm taking 550 Florida State. Uh, I'm going to default back to what I said with South Carolina and Florida, that Ole Miss has played all these teams week in, week out. Um, Southern Miss is awesome. Like, they, they're they're right up there with Charlotte, like a team that I definitely would not want to play. Um, but it's in Oxford – uh, I just think Ole Miss. Now they don't have as much pitching after Nikhazy. Like, we'll see. We'll see when they pitch him. But, um, but well, I. Going second game too. They've already yeah, announced it. I think. I think the bats will will carry them and they'll win that regional. Yeah, I hope. It, I hope they win that regional because you of know Elko. What? I think Elko is like a, a college baseball icon for the the warrior performance he's been putting on, and just a what? real captain. I, I, I'm rooting for I him. I wanted. I wanted to add something here to what Mincy was saying. So. If you let's just so they're throwing diamond game one, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say out of craziness they lose. They have Nikhazy and they basically throw Nikhazy and you eliminate Southern Myth or Florida State, and then you've got and then you're gonna assume that the winner of that game beats Simo and the and the one and zero bracket game, the winner's bracket. So Ole Miss goes back and faces Simo's number three. That's almost a wrap. It's over. Yeah. So Ole Miss has way deeper pitching stuff. And then you're in the we're basically playing two to win the regional and on the at the end of it. So Ole Miss losing game one is not the end of the world with McKay going game two. You're eliminating either Thunder Miss or Florida State. Yeah. So I, I think that's the best route to go. Yeah. In terms I don't, of I don't blame them. Up. If they're trying to win this regional, you gotta throw McKay either in elimination game two or uh championship bracket game two. Yeah, I, 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 I like think it. it's totally the way it's the it's the play to win move. And I think that yep. shows a lot of trust in Derek Diamond too. I, I think that's going to hype him up. He'll be ready to go. But I just know, I don't know. I have a feeling about Southern Miss. I think this is their year to get to a super regional, just because they've been playing on a chip or with a chip on their shoulder all year. They got good starting pitching. They have yeah. three starters too. Yeah, the offense isn't quite there though. That's that's where they're struggling and de- bullpen depth. But let's move on to the Ruston Regional. The uh, let's see, Mince, are you from around there? Or man, so I'm from yeah. I, so I did four years of sports radio in Shreveport, and we carried Louisiana Tech on our station. So I'm close with people in that program. That's why I've been covering it so much this year. Uh, you know, especially been losing. I feel like here's the thing with Tech: they got a deep lineup. They peaked early when they beat Ole Miss midweek, and they gave Arkansas those problems, and they swept Tulane. They're hot early in USA. Their pitching depth is, I mean, for one seed, it's not. It ain't there. Uh, they do have a good lineup, but I feel like this regional is way wide open. I mean, I don't even think Tech should be a favorite, uh, to be honest. Everything I saw to them down the stretch, their bullpen is it's it's really, really bad. Uh, they do have decent starters though. And Fincher is good, and Wharf's good. He threw a shutout against Arkansas in the year. But uh, man, I keep going. I'm between NC State and Alabama, and I'm going to take Bama plus three fifty just because the odds are there. Uh, NC State's so hot though. I mean, he started one and eight in the ACC and end up in the two seed. 
and got to the championship game. So, I mean, I literally in between NC State and Bama, I'm going with Bama just because they played such a tough schedule coming to ACC, and I'm really just going with Bama because they're plus 350 and not plus 160. But uh, I'd love to see Tech win. I mean, I hate to pick against them, but I, I just I feel like they, they've already peaked, and I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing them. Yeah. So I, this one was tough for me because I think this one – isn't like as talent heavy as like some of like the Tennessee regional or Ole Miss regional. Uh, but I think there's really good teams. Like even the Ryder Bronx are a pretty solid team. I was going back and doing some research on them. Like they're definitely a four seed, but at the same time, like they have the ability to give some trouble. And so I like Louisiana tech to win this regional just because of the home crowd. I think this is a perfect homecoming after the stadium was destroyed a couple of years ago from our uh, tornado. And I think that they're going to be, I don't know, rowdy and emotional. And I just feel like anytime a team hosts a regional for the first time, which we've seen in the past, like they, they get up for it and they're going to be locked in and ready. Uh, I like Louisiana tech to win it, even though it's plus 100, I'm just going to bite the bullet here. Uh, I would, I'm rooting for him. I would rather well, I'm, see I'm rooting for him too. I hate yeah. to think it's the ball. I, I would hate, I mean, I like NC State. I think it's a great story how they turned everything around. Honestly, if I had to like put my life on the line, I'd probably say NC State wins this regional. But I'm going to go with Louisiana Tech just because I will be rooting for them hard. I think the home field advantage is going to play a big part. And, uh, you know, I think they win game one and game two and put themselves in position to, uh, you know, have it to be theirs to lose. Yeah, no, all very, very valid points. Um, I think NC State just had the edge offensively in the series. Um, but you know what's interesting is Jared Horf. I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's the only person to shut out Arkansas. Yeah, he threw, he threw like a shutout. Yeah, I mean, he threw a CG shut. I mean, I think that's the only game Arkansas has shut out all year, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, I would think so. I would assume, yeah. Um, and I think Louisiana Tech really good. I mean, they they were our mid-major number one all damn year. I mean, mm-hmm. literally all year until the very end. Um, but I would, I'm, I'm, I'm going with NC State here. I think you got to ride the wave here. They played better. I mean, yeah, give me NC State 160. Yeah, I think NC State should be favored, honestly. Like, I, I, thought, th- I thought that too. I think they're just straight up the best team in there. Like, we, I think we, we, you, Ben, you called Duke the hottest team in the country earlier. If it ain't Duke, it's NC State. And I guess if NC State would have beaten them, it, they would, they would hold that title. But, I just think they're I think they're a better team than Louisiana Tech and like sure it helps that they're hosting and great story and all that. I guess I'll be the one to shit on the little guy, but like <laughs> I think NC State's just way better than them. Yeah. I, I mean I think this is I thought it was gonna be a fun regional to watch. I really like I mean, uh, all the teams in there. Even Bama. I like I like Mincy's pick with Bama. People didn't SEC even team. think Bama deserved to be in. I yeah. mean, like Bama yeah. this team literally the last team in. Did y'all see the they asked the committee chairman like why was Alabama in the it tournament? Was well, to watch. um <laughs> drink the schedule. Uh, well, <laughs> he looks off camera, he goes, Well, uh, uh well well yeah, their strength of schedule. Their their strength of schedule was so good. Yeah. And uh and, and then he looks down at some notes and goes, Yep, their strength flips of through his page and uh they, they played in a strong conference. Yeah. I think that dude, I think that's a fireable fence. I mean, he should have just not been speaking on camera. It was but, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he had no answer for why Alave was in the turn. It and, like, made me RPI, feel awkward. Their RPI was like 35, I think, and every team in the top 40 got in. Like, there were things he could have said, and he just yeah. he had nothing. 
Yeah, nothing. It was painful to watch. I hated it. But, I mean, they're in. And we've seen it before. Like, teams like Florida State in 2019, like, they were one of the last teams in, and they made a run to Omaha. Like, you could see a team, like, just yeah, be pumped three, to be there. Three seeds can get catch lightning. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. But, I, I mean, I, I'm going to be watching a lot of that regional. I think it's going to be good, and the atmosphere is going to be fine. Uh, and speaking of a good regional with great atmosphere, I mean, we can't ignore Starkville. Although Mississippi State just got run ruled and just beat the shit out of in the SEC tournament, I mean, they are the Mississippi State Bulldogs. They've had multiple Omaha runs in the last five years. And playing at home instead of in front of 14,000 passionate fans, I don't care who you put up against. I'm going to bet Mississippi State 10 times out of 10. Um, I will say Samford as plus 4,000, like 40 to 1. Very sneaky pick. Like that team can really hit. Um, and, you know, I've been in the postseason multiple times. I think they beat Florida State a couple of years ago as they a did. four seed. 19. And, in 2019, yeah. So they got that same pitcher too. Yeah, hundred uh, uh, Strickland, yeah, something like that. But um, but then VCU, another incredibly hot team, winning 21 in a row or something like that. They uh, they're coming in plus 450. Campbell, who's been a high mid major program that we've had ranked all year and a lot of following. Actually, we have a lot of Campbell fans that follow us. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be like a, a hard out anyway. So I think overall, this is another like pretty tough, like deep regional i wouldn't say the star power is there but mississippi state can't take any of these teams lightly but at the end of the day i don't think anybody's going into duty noble and beat mississippi state twice i just i like the bulldogs i'm going with the state but the other thing too about this regional is all these smaller schools ain't seen nothing like duty noble like you know mm -hmm. they're not playing an acc or a big 12 team that's been in an environment like that and i think that's just a huge huge factor here uh, right. so i'm taking i think state rolls at home uh, the Sanford thing is actually – it's interesting you mentioned that, though. I think that Friday night one's one to watch uh, because of that. But, you know, VCU's won 21 in a row. I mean, you can't discount that, but still the a is weak in baseball. Yeah. So, I'm going Mississippi State. Hey, yeah. how did – oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, uh, no, oh, go wow. Here we go. You guys go. just – you guys cut that out. I was just going to say, how did y'all's boy Brandon Walker just do? He just say Mississippi State, and that's it. Yeah, he yeah. always just said Mississippi State and then said nothing else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it became a thing with, like, Jared would post MLB highlights, and when it was a guy who went to Mississippi State, Brandon would just say Mississippi State, and then now <laughs> that's, that's so, my pick, yeah. Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So I think I'm going to pick Mississippi State, but have you all seen – do you all know what's going on with VCU and they're, like, like in the social media world? Do you all know what I'm talking about? It doesn't so, ring a bell, no. Okay, so there's a there's an adult film actress. Oh yes, 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 yes. Who okay. has a history with like collegiate athletes, I suppose, and she uh, her name's Rochelle Ryan, and she posted on Instagram yesterday just a picture of her in lingerie, and it says, "When the at VCU baseball team catches my eye, hashtag on the hunt." So I guess she I don't know what her history is with VCU, but she's just all on board. I think that's the second time she's posted something about that too. I, it happened like earlier in like March or April as well. And they yeah, were getting hyped up about something it. Something with UNLV baseball was like earlier. Like she oh, okay. ran into the UNLV team at the airport or something. Yes. Yeah, so that's um, what I'm thinking of. So she loves mid majors. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if that's going to help them on the field at all. Uh, but Mississippi state looked bad in Hoover, like really, really bad. Like when Tennessee Tennessee played them in the the elimination the first elimination game on Thursday I guess it was and I was like man this is 
Brandon and I were talking in the office. We're like, it's kind of better to lose this game. Like we both kind of just want to lose and get out of there and not burn any pitching. And then Tennessee just came out and beat the piss out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was after they got run ruled by who, who'd they lose to on Wednesday? Um, they lost to. Doesn't oh. matter. I forget who it was, but they, they lost about like 27 to two, like the, the two games. Was it Alabama maybe? or No, Alabama played us anyway. Oh, that's right. They, they got, they got their ass kicked twice. I, I do think they're going to win this regional. Um, but the last two times we saw them, they did not look good. Yeah. No, I like what you said about VCU. They might have a little swagger with them now. No, I, I don't know how that's going to play. But. Yeah. All right. So let's move to the Stanford regional here. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big believer in Stanford. I mean, they've had a really good season. They've won every hey, season. Hold on. I'm going to cut you off. You know how the internet just kind of the stream started lagging? Sure. I, I was trying to look up this Rachel Ryan thing. And like a bunch of pop-ups started coming up and it was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Okay. <laughs> to all the listeners out there, keep the phones down. <laughs> um, but so for the Stanford Regional, I'm a big believer in UC Irvine. I think what they've done all year and is I feel like you always just say exactly what I'm thinking, right? Yeah, we're the same person, Ben ball. and Ben. Um, but no, I'm a big believer in UC Irvine. I think the Big West every year surprises some teams. I think that they always get a team in the Super Regionals, potentially even Omaha. I think this is their run. Uh, I'm, I think Stanford, good team, but they're not like wowing me in any way. And I'm going to go with UC Irvine, the Anteaters, just because I don't think Nevada, Nevada has what it takes. And then North Dakota State had a great season, but they're not winning this regional. I'll take UC Irvine over Stanford. Nervon's also had a ton of good, you know, we've seen them have postseason success too. Yes. Uh, you mentioned that league. I mean, dude, I hate it. Like you said, you just literally said exactly what I was going to say. And the thing is, I mean, Stanford very well could still win it, but man, laying minus, I ain't laying 286 this team. Hell no. And uh, I think you, you see our, I'm going to see our too. Plus 450. Dude. Make that time three. Give me UC Irvine. UC <laughs> um, Irvine and Michigan are the two public yeah. I think I think the issue I think Stanford just has this precedent where like nobody ever expects them to do anything. I don't know what it is, but it's just Stanford, and just you get this boring vibe. Such a boring vibe. Super lackadaisical. I don't. I, I can't explain it. Like I mean, like you, their regional is gonna have 150 people. They still have COVID restrictions. Like, dude, get out of here. Get, I want nothing to do with that. Give me the ant eaters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Stanford, like, kind of became the best team in the Pac-12 with, like, Arizona and, and Oregon, like, after UCLA fell off. Um, they played well. They had a series against Oregon late in the season that they played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm picking them. I don't I, – everybody seems to love UC Irvine, I guess. I don't know anything about UC Irvine. Um, they're, they're tied with Nevada there. They're both plus 450. I guess – I guess give me Nevada for no other reason than everybody else picked UC Irvine and Nevada's also plus 450. Um, right. Hey, hey Nevada is a good pick too. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I, if I would take, I would be fine with Nevada. They're a really good team. Their RPI was super high all year. Nobody understood why. And they just kept winning ball game. I mean, when you just keep winning ball games, you can't, you can't say, well, you suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and like Nevada, like would need to win this regional in three games. I don't think if it goes more than three games, they're going to win it. They need to win game one, two, and three, get out of there. Uh, but it's not a bad pick. I mean, I think Nevada could potentially upset Stanford in the round two game. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I like UC Irvine all the way. And then uh, let's see. We got two regionals left. We got the Tucson Regional, Arizona, Oklahoma State, UCSB, Gauchos, and Grand Canyon Antelopes. And I'll tell you what, boys, 
this is my time to shine. I'm going, I'm going Grand Canyon at plus 2,000. I saw these wow. guys play against Arizona earlier this year in a midweek game, hit a walk-off home run. I mean, these guys play with real energy. Um, and I think 20 to 1 odds, they're probably the best or second best four seed in this whole tournament. I think they're ready to make some noise. And I'd really think every year a four seed wins. I don't have the stats to back that up, but I really think that there every year there's a four seed that wins a regional. If you would have just said that and moved on, I would have believed you. No, but like I don't know. I don't want to be that guy. But no, I like I like plus two thousand. I think Vegas knows that this is going to be a weird regional just because Santa Barbara's really good. Oklahoma State just had a really good Big Twelve run. And then Arizona has been the best offense in the country besides Wright State. Um, but I'm going with a little bit of a shakeup here. I'm going Grand Canyon plus 2,000. I'm going with Oklahoma State plus 150. And a big part of that not, is not just a Big 12 run, but they had a lot of guys hurt to come mm-hmm. back. And the pitching staff was dealing with a lot of injuries. Now they're back and they're getting hot. And they're another program with a lot of history. And here's the thing, Arizona, Jacob Berry is a phenomenal hitter. That freshman ridiculous. But I looked into them, and their pitching staff's real light. Like, they, they <laughs> win a lot of high-scoring games. And I just – I don't know. I just feel like they're a very vulnerable five seed. I'm also watching this regional real close because this is who Ole Miss is matched up with. And I'd love Oklahoma State to win so Ole Miss could uh, have a home super regional. Or Grand won. Canyon. <laughs> yeah, or Grand Canyon, whatever. But I'm going with Oklahoma State plus 150. Uh, I just think they're a different team than they were during most of the year now. But they've got more healthy and have momentum. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go by my phrase: pitching wins championship. Give me the gaucho. Santa Barbara's got by far and away the best pitching staff in this regional. Arizona can hit their way if they want to hit their way through this regional. That's fine, but they're not going to win any pitching pitch uh, pitching duel. They cannot pitch. I mean, yes, they can pitch, but it's not very good. Give me the gaucho to 700. It's juicy. I freaking love it. Give me all of it. Yeah, Arizona, uh, not a team that you want in a pitcher's duel, but I do think that they're going to be able to kind of muddy the games up a little bit and get get into high-scoring games. And if they can get games into, you know, the six, seven run range, then that's the team you want to have because they just they just score. They just hit the piss out of the baseball. Yeah. Um, so we're, all so going, think, oh, we're all going different teams here. That's yeah, fine. so I think I'm, I'm taking Arizona at home. Let's roll it, boys. And then um, let's try to run through this Eugene Regional real quick. we got about a minute left for the Zoom. If it goes over, we'll just get one more commercial break in. But um, I'm going to make my pick simple. I mean, it's Oregon, LSU, Gonzaga, and then Central Connecticut. Uh, take them out of the picture. I think this LSU team has a lot of – Of course. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but Mitzi, I have a good reasoning. I think this has the same vibes as Florida State 2019 with Mike Martin uh, mm-hmm. retiring. You know, we got Paul Maneri leaving LSU after this year. I like LSU plus 200. I think Vegas knows LSU is about to make a run. They got Marcio on the mound. And then just a really good offense that's really come together. They won like the last four or five SEC series. Uh, I know they lost game one to Georgia in the SEC tournament, but I like LSU to make a run out West. And it just feels like they have a little bit of mojo with them. Well, I, I like the fact that they have Landon Marceau taking the hill in that LSU, the Gonzaga first game, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith with him. He was an ace all year. I love Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz, the freshman. I'm taking LSU at two to one as well. I, I think Oregon's a real weak one. They, Give me my boy Alec Jacob for Gonzaga beating LSU, but I'm going with Oregon Ducks. I like Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is the best team in that regional. They probably could have been a host. They were in they were in the 20 sites. They didn't get picked as one of the 16, but I, I really like them staying out there on the West Coast. Yeah, nice. So we're going to do one more little commercial break, and then we're each going to pick a couple futures College World Series picks just because I like the odds on some of them. They're incredible. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. We'll do like the last five. 
All right, here we go. Appreciate you guys for sticking around through our second commercial break. First time that's ever happened, but we're going to do some long shots now for College World Series winners. And of course, in my opinion, I think Arkansas at plus 700 is the way to go. Like if I had to bet my life, like nobody's going to beat this team more than one time throughout the regular season or the, throughout the postseason. I think plus 700 is unbelievable odds. And if you think the same with me, go download the Barstool Sportsbook or go to a Penn National Gaming site. Bet the house on plus 700. But what I'm here to do, I'm going to pick, we're each going to pick three guys or three teams that we want to put money on to win the College World Series. I'm going to go a little juicy here. Uh, I'm going to start, I guess we could go through the order and we'll all pick one and then let's just try not to pick the same ones. How about that? Um, so I'll pick, we'll go snake draft and I'm going to go Florida Gators plus 3,500. So I think 35 to one for the Florida Gators, the number one team in the country um, to start the year. I think they have a little bit of swagger with them now. Weather's warming up. Coach O'Sullivan's one of the best coaches in the country, whether you like him or not. And anytime you get them 35 to one, like you just got to, you got to bite the bullet there and just say, all right, I'm rolling with the Gators. Let's see how far they can make it. Um, I'm just a complete homer and I'm taking Ole Miss 33 to one because I think we're good. And that's too big of a number. Yeah. It ain't happening. I mean, it probably isn't happening, but I think we should be like 20 or 25 to If you one. get an SEC team, like let's say the fifth best SEC team. I also team. think one thing with the Ole Miss thing is I think if they do win their regional, uh, that, that the super wide open, I think they can make Omaha. I feel like they can get to Omaha and then yeah. it ain't E.T., all you. Uh, so, obviously, my first pick, I mean, y'all know what it's going to be. It's Tennessee <laughs> plus 1,000. Um, number three overall seed. We have the best coach in the country. I do believe we're going to be in Omaha, so let's – but you've cut it down to eight. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, this is so hard to pick three. And, I, I mean, I'm not even going to take Miami at 5,000 because that's terrible odds. Well, you get, you get like back-to-back it. picks here in the snake draft, so make them yeah. – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't okay. realize the strategy of it. He took a long shot. I kind of wish I'd taken more of a chalk, but whatever. Yeah. All good. Give me – give me – give me the gaucho at 15 – Thousand, one hundred fifty to one. You <laughs> see, Santa Barbara has the pitching to win the win the whole thing. I love every bit about them. Um, I think one hundred fifty to one. I would make my year. It might make everything. It might make me rich. Well, and the, the best thing, Dimitri, is like if it got to that point, you put money on one hundred fifty to one. I can hedge make the it fuck to, out of it. Yeah, you make it. it to Omaha. You can hedge every game in Omaha if you want to. Like that's some incredible odds there, one hundred and fifty to one. All right, what's your second pick? My second pick. Mm. Give me UCLA at fifty to one odds. That's a damn I think good this, pick. Dude, I, I don't know why, but this year just feels like the West Coast might win it. I hope not. I hope to God not. <laughs> All right, Big uh, T, so you're up. Back to me. Yeah. So this team should be higher. Um, but I'm sticking with my my boys from Indiana State at plus 7,500. If they if they beat that's only 7,500. That's yeah, no, that's if, low. Yeah, but if they if they beat Vandy, like I mean, who the hell can't they beat? So yeah, I like I, that I, strategy. Yeah, I like that. I mean, if they beat Vandy, like there's only probably two teams in the country better than them. So yeah. beat Vandy yeah. beat Vandy at home out of all places. Like I like that pick. I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and take Vandy, who's who I meant to take on the first round of it, but I just you took a long shot, so I did after. Um, I just you know they, it's just so hard to get rid of the Kumar and Lighter thing in a super regional, and I think they get through their regional, and so you get to Omaha, they can get in the winners bracket throwing Rocker Lighter, 
I mean, I know it's going to be tough getting through Arkansas, but you know, I feel like yeah. but good. nine to one, and you get Kumar and Jack Light. That's my point. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I love it. I like it. Yeah, that's and that was who was going to be my first pick, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so I get back-to-back picks, so I only get two more picks here, and um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kind of go a little chalky here. I like Texas Tech plus two thousand. I think they have a good road to Omaha, and of course they match up if it gets to that point as the eight seed. They get to Omaha, they'll face Arkansas game one. I mean that's that's a tough task, but I like Texas Tech. They've been to Omaha quite a bit. Tim Tadlock's a hell of a coach. Twenty to one odds. Sign me up. Like I, I'll just hope that Arkansas somehow doesn't make it to Omaha and Texas Tech does, and I think it puts them in the driver's seat. But um, that'll be my first pick. And then second pick here, I'm going to go with a super long shot. Uh, I'm going to go with – I'm not going to go with a huge long shot, but let's go with, uh, let's go with LSU plus 6,000. So 60 to 1, pulmonaries last year. Obviously, LSU is not who we thought they were in the beginning of the season. They've actually sucked at some points. But 60 to 1, somehow get to Omaha. You can hedge your way through that. Um, I think that they have a little bit of magic, kind of like Mike Martin last year at, at Florida State. So give me LSU 60 to 1. Like, why not? They're an SEC team. They've seen it all. Let's hope they get a little bit of magic their way. I hate to do it. I'm going to get made fun of for taking this team, but I'm taking Mississippi State 18 to 1 because I think they're really, they won 20 and 20 <laughs> all year. And I think they're going to get to Omaha just by virtue of the dude. And, Part of this drafting strategy is just getting teams into Omaha. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the, the, I think they're going to get there. Uh, I'm going to go with a team that's also plus 6,000, like Ben, but mine's NC State. I talked about them earlier. That's a good pick. One of the hottest. They got to get through Arkansas, though. That's tough. Yeah. yeah so, but I mean, every, everybody's going to have to go through Arkansas at some point. So, no, to win it, you're right. To win it all, you're right. I get you. And point. 60 to one. Like, let's say they get out of, uh, so they get out of the Ruston Regional. Like, do they beat Arkansas two out of three, six, like one at every 60 times? Like, probably. Yeah. Like, more well, than that. So, I mean, dude, you can hedge that bet if they win that regional. Right. Um, so I got the final pick. Got the final pick. Don't let us down. Give me, you know what, dude? I'm gonna have to edit all this out. Holy damn, shit! Dude, take your time, damn, dude. You guys took a lot of the good ones. Um, Just take Nebraska plus six thousand. No, no, don't <laughs> tell me what to do. I have to go through a damn commercial hey, break to get. To give me UC Irvine. Give me UC Irvine. Got the anteaters. Got the Gauchos and the anteaters. I love it. <laughs> and the Bruins. So and the, UCLA. You got all the West California Coast dreaming over there in Italy. Yeah, Jesus, man. But. uh all right, cool. So that was our gambling show. I uh, want to say personally, thank you, Dimitri, for staying up to, what is yep. it, 5 a.m. over there to do this. Big T, um, appreciate you guys uh, coming on, man, and staying up late on the on the East the Coast. coming up, actually, too. Yeah, and so the, this was fun. I mean, I think college baseball gambling needs to be as accessible as ever starting next season. I'm excited for, like, regional betting and super regional college World Series. Mincy, go ahead and tell us, like, kind of the structure for – Barstool's um, sports book as far as betting super regionals in Omaha. Well, so what's going on? Uh, we're going to have lines on the Omaha games, but I'm hoping we're going to have series prices on super regionals, but I'm really not sure on that yet. Uh, we have the odds to win the regionals. We're going to have odds to win the College World Series. 
Um, but it's exciting. Uh, we're going to be going out to Omaha. Really pumped about that. We're going to be doing stuff with the Ameristar Council Bluffs, which is a pen property about five minutes away at that sports book. And uh, also, we've got some shirts, some Barcelona Omaha shirts, too, we're selling. So we're excited. I uh, got a lot of momentum. I know Big T and I have been working together for months on it. And it's, it's great to see the interest we've been getting lately. Yeah, you guys can have you been get, killing it. Can you, is the sports book open in Nebraska, state in Nebraska? Uh, Iowa, it is on that border. On that's border. why we're in Council Bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's going to be sick. And I actually ordered one of the Barstool sports shirts yesterday, uh, or Barstool Omaha shirts. I think they're sick. It's an awesome design. Got the sketch layout of TD Ameritrade. And it's just a clean look. And so I ordered one. I definitely encourage all of our listeners to uh, to take a look at it, especially since these guys took the time to do this gambling show with us. We're pumped. Uh, I mean, this is the best time of year if you're a college baseball fan. Like, forget the NBA playoffs. Forget, a, like, MLB regular season. I mean, those things are nice to have. But this next month of the season, or month, next month is all dedicated to college baseball in our world. So um, appreciate everything you guys have done. Uh, we wrap up the show here. If you guys ever need anything from us, let us know. Dimitri, get you some sleep tonight. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll start killing the coverage, right? I appreciate you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah for fun. sure. This was fun. Enjoyed it. Yes, if, hey, if I decided, well, I guess we it's already out on the podcast. So there's a couple. Like I'm still researching, and I might change a couple, but whatever. I'll just go with what I did on here. Okay. So, like, Trust the gut. Yeah. Trust the gut. Yeah, I was thinking about switching to South Carolina uh, on that one. I'll switch it for you. I'll do that right now. Yeah, the home the home field, and then that rights. I'll I'll keep right state on here just because it's twenty five to one. But. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm thinking about. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like Tennessee's gonna win it though. But yeah. I feel like I didn't pick enough one seed, and it's and I'm reaching. Yeah, but I mean, I get time. your point though, Demetri. I'm doing the same thing. It's all about value. You know, are we like picking what's gonna happen, or are we just trying to get the value? And so it's a it's a weird catch twenty two. But thank y'all for having. Because, me. Yeah, because if you hit if you hit a couple of the juicy ones, it pays for all the other rolls everything. And if yeah. you lose anything that's minus three hundred, you're dead. Dead. You don't yeah. want to, you know, like tell like you just it just kills you. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all have a good one. Yeah, y'all have a good one.